welcome to another inspirational message from Pastor Noob. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. I've titled this message, uh, God is the God of Nations. Hey, very appropriate for International Sunday. Man, took me a long time to figure that one out, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to read to you from Revelation 7 and verse 9. It says this, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. Now that word nation, uh, in, the, in the Greek it's the word ethnos. Ethnos is where we get our, uh, is the root word for the word uh, ethnic. And it, and it literally means uh, countries, it literally means people, culture, race, but it also means Gentiles. There's an interesting little uh, fact that's not, not widely known. It means Gentiles. So when you think about, well, what, no, what, who are the Gentiles and what is a Gentile? Well, you are a Gentile. Uh, anyone that's not Jewish is considered a Gentile. It means somebody. Uh, Gentile simply means non-Jew. Uh, in Romans 1 and 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, uh, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Amen, somebody. I, I, I love the fact that the gospel, and we need to remember this, was presented to the Jews first. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, but Jesus was a Jew. And, uh, and most of his disciples were also Jews. They lived in, and, and ministered in and around Jerusalem and in, in, in Israel, and, uh, but the gospel would spread from there. You know, I was at a meeting last night at, um, at the university. Uh, they asked me to, to come and do a, 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 just a, a devotion about uh, celebrating the 150th year of the University uh, of Canterbury. 150 years. Who remembers uh, the first day of the university opening? No one, you know. And uh, and uh, so I, I I I was asked just to give a short devotion, and I couldn't really think of anything more to say except for uh, Matthew 28. You know, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it, and and I will be with you until the very end of age. It's an odd scripture to kind of read at an anniversary celebration. But I kind of thought uh, about it, and I thought, well, for many, many of the people that uh, came through that university, uh, especially amongst Pacific, uh, but I would, I would say from countries all over the world, when they came into the, that university, they were basically leaving their homes. And, and many would never go back. You know, uh, in spite of their visa uh, expiring, they still stay. Amen. You know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, another story for another time. And uh, my mother was one of those people. You know, and uh, uh, she got her citizenship. Uh, trust me, she she is now. Yeah, yeah. Amen. I'm legitimate though. I'm legitimate. I'm legitimate. No. Anyway, so um, so so uh, when you think about this, the apostles 
how they were sent out into all the world to take this good news, this gospel message. They were going into foreign lands, and many of them would never return. Now, how many have heard of, of the, one of the uh, well-known apostles, uh, the Apostle Thomas? Amen. Well, we know him as Doubting Thomas. But you, you, you need to understand, Thomas was the one that took the gospel into India. And, and it was he that would become a martyr for the Lord in India through the spread of the good news, never to return. It's such a shame that in Christendom, the only way we know him is he was the guy that did not believe. He doubted. He should be known as the evangelist that took the good news into India. That's really the, 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 the hallmark of who he was. You know, he was this zealous uh, 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 disciple that honored the Lord and was obedient to, the, uh, to the, 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 the call of God. And that same call applies to us today, oh, by the way. Amen. And it, it is the same call for all, each and every one of us. I, I think about the languages uh, uh, of uh, the, the Bible itself, for example. Did you know, I had to look this one up, but did you know that the Bible has been translated into 736 languages? The New Testament has been translated into 1,658 languages, and smaller portions of the Bible have been translated into 1,264 other languages. This is according to Wycliffe Global Alliance. So at least some portion of the Bible has been translated into 365, uh, no, let me say that again, 3,658 languages. Amen, somebody. That's a lot of languages. I don't know how many you can speak. I'm kind of limited to gibberish and uh, broken English and, and, uh, and a bit of Samoan on the side. There we go. And, and, uh, but when you think about it, 2,000 years ago, this call went out of these, these seemingly insignificant characters called the apostles. You know, they, weren't, they wouldn't be on your top 10 leadership list. If you were to make a list of all the top, you know, the top leaders that you admire today, I, I don't know if they would feature on there. You know, maybe for some of you guys, you know, like T.D. Jakes would feature on there. You know, everybody loves a good Shunda and a Bunda, you know, and a Shanana, you know, from T.D. Jakes. You know, or, or maybe uh, you, you, you like, a, you know, like some, some solid teaching from Derek Prince. Come on, are there any Derek Prince lovers in the room? Yes, you guys are going first to heaven. Amen. <laughs> I love Derek Prince, solid teaching, you know, and, and, and uh, but on the list, you know, and on that spectrum, you know, you might have your favorites. I don't know if the apostles would ever feature on there. You know, these were just ordinary folk. These were just like, you know, you know uh, uh, they would be considered like uh, uh, tradesmen of today. You know, not, not there's anything wrong with tradesmen today, and praise God for our tradesmen. And uh, uh, they were fishermen. They were, they were just ordinary folk that, that most people overlooked. Yet God, through Jesus, selected each and every one of them and called them to go into all the world. And, and, and the, it was a specific mandate given to a specific body of people that continues on today. I, I just think on, on um, International Sunday, we need to remember that God is still the God of nations. I love that that's in our national anthem. God of nations. Boy, did somebody have a divine revelation when they penned that. You know, when they put that in the anthem. God of nations. That was a declaration. 
I mean, those words were, were penned when there weren't the nations represented. Yet they, there was a vision, there was a foresight uh, into the future of this land, of this nation, that there'll be nations from around the world that will travel into this place and call this place home. And, 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 and we, we who are so diverse and so mixed, you know, we, we call this land home, and, and I believe it was a prophetic statement. I don't know if you realize this, but there was a, there was a Portuguese sailor a, who, who, who did not settle or did not land on the, on the land of Aotearoa, but he sailed around the south land. And he declared this Portuguese sailor by the name of, now let me get this right, uh, Pedro Fernandes de Queros. <laughs> Pedro Fernandes de Queros who was half Samoan anyway. And, uh, <laughs> and he sailed around the shores of New Zealand and of Australia, and he prophesied that this land is the south land of the Holy Spirit. He, he, he declared that this land, did you realize that it was, it, it was Tangata Whenua, the, 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 the gospel spread through, 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 from tribe to tribe, from iwi to iwi, you know, before the missionaries ever arrived in the South Island, the gospel was already here. That when the first ministries set, uh, missionaries set foot on the South Island, they, they, it's, it is said that they found believers already there. The gospel spread. Come on. And, and, and I just love the fact that as, as, as people from such diverse nations, we have this singular mindset, this singular call, and that is to take the gospel into all the world. That hasn't changed. I, I, I've had the privilege of being able to travel uh, uh, around the world and, and see these different, many different places and, and speak to many different uh, Christians. Let me tell you, wherever you go, wherever there is a, a, a church, an on-fire church, it is just like you're at home. It's the same feeling. It's the same sense. So I believe for us today, God hasn't lost sight of this call to go into all the nations. The beautiful thing is this for us in New Zealand is that we don't have to go into all the nations because the nations are, are pretty much coming here now. <laughs> Amen. You don't have to travel very far. You know, just go into the city on a, on a Saturday morning and you'll see, you know, the thriving city of nations. Go into some of our local schools and you'll see so much diversity. You know, I don't know if you realize uh, uh, if this was your experience, but when I grew up in, in primary school, now we're talking not that long ago, and, uh, but, but my best friends, one was from Yugoslavia and the other one was from Vietnam. You know, it's, it's like a joke, eh? There was a Yugoslavian and a Vietnamese and a Samoan, and they walked into this bar, you know, and the, it's, like the punch, it's like the starting of a joke. But that, that, was, that, that, was, our, that was my experience, and, and, and that's always been my experience. I, I just want to say to us that I believe church should be a reflection of the kingdom of heaven. Well, if you want to know what does the kingdom of heaven look like, well, I kind of gave you the clue. Uh, in Revelation, it says from every nation, every tribe, every tongue represented. I don't, I, you know, let me tell you, that's how church should be. We should be loving the fact that we're so diverse. We should celebrate that. I learned so much from people from other nations. I learned so much about, uh, uh, about people from other cultures. It is just so rich. Why? Because that's how God sees it. God, it's, it's always been on God's heart. 
And, and I just want to say, and I've said this many times before, but if you are from another nation around the world and you've called New Zealand home and you've made this church your home, I want to say to you, you are so welcome here. You are so welcome here. You belong here. We want to make you, you are part of the family. You're part of the fabric of this church. And I pray, my heart is this, that we will continue to see diversity uh, grow and grow. More and more nations uh, are represented here. Amen, somebody. I I don't want to take too long this morning. (laughs) Uh, uh, Famous last words from a preacher, eh? uh, But I just want want to remind us all that there are, of this mandate, number one, that we're called to go to the nations. I don't know about you, whether this has been your experience, but any time and every time I go into a nation around the world, I always come back a little bit different. It's like God shifts my heart. God takes me out of my comfort zone, places me in foreign lands with foreign language, and, and, and allows me to see things a slightly different angle or a slightly different perspective. I come back all the time richer. I, I just want to remind us that we're called to go into the nations. That, that you, you as the church, you're called to go. Maybe you've never thought of yourself traveling. Maybe you never thought about doing short-term mission or, short, or, or something like that. But let me tell you, you're called to go into the nations. Maybe 2024 is the time that you actually sign on the dotted line and you, and you begin to ask Lord, uh, the Lord, Lord, where should I go? Where, where do you want me to go? Where, where, what nation do you want me to experience and, 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 and have my heart captured by? We are all called to go into the nations. Amen. I, 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 I've been to places like China. I don't, I don't know Samoans were allowed in China, you know, but I went to China and I tell you, when you walk around China, China, you feel like seven foot, you know, it's like, I, I was so big and so tall, I stood out. I, I was in Shanghai, and uh, we we're walking along the waterfront there, and there are literally like 100,000 people out for a stroll on an on a evening night, you know, and, and there was this group of, 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 of young girls, they looked like 18, no older than that, and they started to follow me, you know, and, and uh, they, they walked past. Keep looking at me like this, and then they, and then they walk past again, and they're like, and and then finally somebody came up, one of them out of the group goes, excuse me, excuse me, you know, in their broken English, and said, are, are you UFC? Are you UFC? <laughs> and I was going, are you part of the UFC? And I couldn't figure out what they were on about, but I found out when I got back home, they actually thought I was Mark Hunt. <laughs> And I, said, and I said, look, Mark Hunt is like 30 kgs heavier than I am. How dare you? No, but, you know, it's, such, it's so much fun. Let me tell you, don't ever limit yourself. I never thought I'd go to these places. Never thought I'd be able to speak in some of these places and travel to and experience. I, look, the Lord's kept, you guys know this, the Lord's captured my heart when it comes to the Philippines. You know, I, I went there once and I was sold out. You know, and, I, and I've, as you know, we have a church there in the Philippines. And, and that was just birthed out a, of a visit. One, my very first visit overseas, I went to the Philippines, captured the heart. All these years later, we have an Elam church in Batangas. Praise the Lord. You know, whatever the Lord prompts you to do, come on, don't limit yourself when it comes to visiting the nations. Surely you can go to uh, somewhere close by. That's, 
You know, it's not too far to travel. I don't know where. New York. Oh, yeah, you went to New York. Yeah. Or Australia. I mean, Australians need to be saved. Amen, somebody. (laughs) They need Jesus. Don't give up on the Australians, everybody. No, you guys are all like doubting Thomas. No, it never happened over there. Don't give up on them. Amen, somebody. Go to the nations. If you cannot go, the next thing you should do is pray for the nations. If you cannot go, if you physically cannot go, it's like, oh, man, get the thought of getting on a 10-hour flight or a 15-hour flight. It's just, it's just scary for me. Pray for the nation. What's, what's happening? Not, not that kind of pray. Obviously, whoever wrote that is English as their second language. You know what I mean? All right. So pray for the nation. Psalm 2 and verse 8 says this. Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Come on, ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance. Come on, when was the last time God gave you a burden for a nation? I mean, I mean we need to shift our thinking. We actually need to, to, to broaden our sights to see things from a kingdom perspective. You know, it's amazing to me how New Zealand is always featured in every prophetic conference that, that I ever uh, uh, go to or, or watch or hear about. You know, it's like little old New Zealand gets a mention. I thought you were clapping for me. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, New Zealand, New Zealand, little old Aotearoa, New Zealand, you know, gets featured and like Cindy Jacobs had a had a conference recently, and and New Zealand featured again. There's a prophetic word over New Zealand, calling out some things over New Zealand. You know, I, it always amazes me that from New Zealand to the nations. It's like New Zealand has become like the, the furthermost part of the world from Israel. And, then, and, and, and so the missionaries from, from out of here are going back into the nations. Are you guys hearing this this morning? And, and if you cannot go, then we're called to pray. The last thing is, if you, cannot, if you cannot go, you are called to support. You know, I don't know, I, I want to remind us all, we have not only just a church in the Philippines, but we also have an orphanage in Uganda. And we're called to support them. And I, and I really want us in 2024 to really go to faith for this uh, uh, group, this, this, this orphanage. We want to see those kids flourish. We want to see them excel in the years to come. Come on, I, I know things are tight here, but we can still give. It's not in the, remember what I say, it's not in the size of your gift. It's a faith in, by what you give. Amen, somebody. It says here in Matthew 25, 35, it says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When do we see you sick or in prison and go and visit you? And the king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Come on, as we, as we talk about nations, we, 
must remember that there is a, there's, there's a hurting world just outside these doors. And, and it's not that we have some special privilege, but it's in our faith. You know, the faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I, I tell you, faith, you know, when you, when you put your faith in the hands of the Lord, there is nothing that is impossible. Amen, somebody. You know, as we conclude this morning, I want to invite a couple of people uh, just to come and lead us. Well, I really want to do this thing where we're praying for the nations. I want to invite uh, Minaj and Hollis and, and, and uh, Sue. Come on, let's all just stand together. I'll just invite the keys up again. Thanks, Sam. But we want to finish this morning uh, by just praying and standing, uh, standing for the nations and believing God for the breakthrough. I'm going to need a microphone. Um, somebody's got one. Thank you. So, so those guys, come on out. Come on up. Is this okay, church? Come on, let's just close our eyes. Father, we just thank you this morning. Lord, we just honor you in this place. Lord, as we, as we celebrate the nations, Lord, we declare f- your grace over every nation. Father, as the picture of heaven found in Revelation describes, there's people from every tribe, every tongue, every language, worshipping together. And so we just stand in agreement this morning over the nations in the wonderful name of Jesus. We just thank you, Father, for your grace, for your goodness, in Jesus' name. Come on, we're going to turn this meeting into a prayer meeting for a couple of minutes. So come on, let's just go to faith right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we come before you in repentance on behalf of the nations of this world that have turned away from you, that are not seeking your face. But we come, Lord, with supplication and prayers of intercession. And we ask, Lord, that you would shine your light upon the nations of this world, that you would draw them, Lord that they would come and kneel before You and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. They would humble themselves and call for Your wisdom and Your knowledge and Your strength. They would ask You, Lord, what would You ask of me, Lord? What would You say to me? So I pray for the nations of this world that would bow their knee and confess their tongue that Jesus Christ is Lord, that there would be peace upon the land, there would be unity, there would be no no hunger, there would be no want in any life, that every life will be filled with the knowledge of knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing, absolutely nothing, Lord, is impossible to those that believe that as the disciples went into the world, they went into every nation and every tribe and they took the Gospel. And Lord, I pray for those in every nation that know You will have a boldness and a revelation to speak out, to speak the truth. There is no other way but through Jesus. We ask this in the mighty Name of Jesus that Your hand would be upon every nation. We ask, Holy Spirit, You breathe afresh. Rise up, 
Raise up Your people, Lord. Raise them up into places of authority to use wisdom and discernment that all glory, power and praise would be to You in Jesus' Name. Amen. May your breath of life, Lord Jesus, move on this land of Aotearoa, the land of the long white cloud, where one day where you will come, Lord Jesus, on that cloud. And we as a nation of Aotearoa, Lord, we'll give you honour and praise of knowing that you are God. And so, Lord, we lift up this nation to you, the leaders of this nation, Father God, that we've seen in the last couple of weeks, Lord, come together. We pray, Father God, that you will give them the wisdom to unite, Lord Jesus, together for this nation. We pray, Father God, for their families. We pray, Lord Jesus, for them individually, that you will enlighten in their lives, Lord Jesus. Because as a nation, we want to move together in unity. And so, Lord, we do that in your mighty name because we stand here together as a whānau, Lord Jesus, as your tribe, Father God, as one people, one nation. And so, Father Lord, we give this over to you today. And we also right now, we give new and the whānau the leaders of this church, Lord, to you also. Cover them, bless them in your mighty name. Amen. I would like to quote from Psalms uh, 92, verse 13. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish in the courts of our God. I'll be praying in my native language, which is Malayalam, uh, that is southern part of India. Uh, this is the first time I'm doing it in Malayalam, so I might stutter. Uh, please forgive me for that. Devame Sogastiratave Ninnudamam Vartaname Kartave ഈ സമയം ഞങ്ങളെല്ലാവരും ഒന്നിച്ചു ചേർന്ന് പല പല രാജ്യത്തിനും ഒന്നിച്ചു ചേർന്ന് നിൻ്റെ 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 പേര് വാഴ്ത്താൻ ഞങ്ങൾക്കൊരവസരം തന്നത് നന്ദിയോട് സ്തോത്രം ചെയ്യുന്നു കർത്താവെ ഞങ്ങൾ മൂന്ന് ക്യാമ്പസസിലാണല്ലോ കർത്താവെ എല്ലാ പാസ്റ്റേഴ്സിനെയും എല്ലാ ഫാമിലീസിനെയും ഒന്നിച്ച് ഞങ്ങൾ നിൻ്റെ കയ്യിൽ സമർപ്പിക്കുന്നു ഇന്ന് ഇവിടെ വരാൻ പറ്റാത്തവർ ഇന്ന് ഇവിടെ വന്ന് ചേർന്ന് കൂടിയവർ ഇന്ന് ഓൺലൈനിൽ കാണുന്ന എല്ലാവരെയും ഓർത്ത് പ്രാർത്ഥിക്കുന്നു കർത്താവെ ഞങ്ങൾ നാൽപ്പതിൽ കൂടുതൽ രാജ്യക്കാർ 
ഈ പള്ളിയിലുണ്ട് പക്ഷേ വളരെ പെട്ടെന്ന് ഈ ലാംഗ്വേജ് ബാരിയർ ഒന്നുമില്ലാതെ ഈ സെപ്പറേഷൻ ഒന്നുമില്ലാതെ ഞങ്ങളെല്ലാവരും ഒന്നിച്ചു വരുന്നുണ്ട് കർത്താവെ കർത്താവെ പ്രത്യേകിച്ച് ന്യൂസിലൻഡ് വേണ്ടി പ്രാർത്ഥിക്കുന്നു ഞങ്ങൾക്ക് എല്ലാവർക്കും ഒന്നിച്ച് അങ്ങയുടെ പേര് വാഴ്ത്താനും സ്തുതിക്കാനും തന്ന ഈ അവസരത്തിന് സ്വാധീനം ചെയ്യുന്നു കർത്താവെ പ്രത്യേകിച്ച് ഇവിടുത്തെ പുതിയ ഗവൺമെൻറ് വേണ്ടി പ്രാർത്ഥിക്കുന്നു ഇതെല്ലാം ഞങ്ങൾക്ക് ഗുണമായി എല്ലാം മാറിയാൽ അവസരം തരണേ എല്ലാം നിന്റെ പേരിൽ ചോദിക്കുന്നു For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.